Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Frederick Sapone bringing you another edition of the Easy Living Podcast. And with me this afternoon is my co-host, Alfie from Luton, England. Good afternoon, Alfie. How are you doing? Good afternoon and good evening all the way from Luton, England. How are you, Frederick? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, weather's great down here. I went walking. I did five miles today. It was sunny. It was 77 degrees. Big difference than it was 10 days ago down here whenever we had minus zero weather and uh, it was a real big mess, but we're good now. So, so hey, good. Alfie, what's the topic for today? Positivity in the face of adversity. Okay, positivity in the face of adversity. Yeah, and um, I want to use, um, I want to just, I want to make it a bit practical. Okay. Yeah, I want to use the, your experience in Texas a few days ago. Tell well, us how you went. Well, it was easy for me because we, we didn't lose any power, we didn't lose any water, and we had plenty of everything before the storm started. So there was actually no, I honestly have to say there was no adversity for me. Uh, there was adversity for a lot of other people uh, for a variety of reasons. But, but mostly for me, uh, I, I don't see much adversity and what I mean by that is that I, I can always put a positive spin to something. Uh, for an example, uh, years ago, um, before I came to Texas, I, 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 I lived in Texas for 25 years back, uh, came back and I think it was in, in 1977. Anyhow, prior to that time, uh, right prior to that, I went bankrupt and you know, of course people would say that would be adversity. And it, it was to some degree. Uh, in that time, when you went bankrupt in the United States, you were allowed $100 in clothing and $100 in personal possessions, and that was it. And and so, you know, and when I went bankrupt, I had to put my car into bankruptcy, and then I was able to take it out, my car out of the bankruptcy, so I had the car. And so there was the car and me and my wife and three kids, and we had a little four-by-six U-Haul, and... Uh, it was winter in uh, a terrible winter in, in Pennsylvania at that time. That was the worst winter in I don't know a hundred years there. Um, but we decided we're going to start over, and we're not going to start over where you can hardly walk because of the snow. So we got in our little car and we drove to Texas uh, with uh, no job uh, and with no place to live and with uh, six hundred dollars in our pocket and. Uh, you know, we got down there and we found a place to rent uh, even though we didn't have a job somebody agreed to rent us uh, an apartment and uh, from and from one of the beautiful things about having young kids is that their attitude about anything is different it's like they to, the, to them this was no adversity at all this was an adventure i mean we Ooh. all we had we had no furniture we just had like bed linens and clothing and blankets and pillows and, and that kind of stuff and so when we moved into this apartment, we had no furniture or anything. We just had bed linens and that. We had an old tent. And the kids thought we were camping in. They, they thought it was great. They, they loved you wow. know, being, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, one of the things when it comes to adversity is always look at how kids handle adversity. They they don't see adversity. They see something positive in everything. And, yeah, adventure. And yeah, it's an adventure, and it's kind of like this whole thing about COVID. Like, okay, so that's a, COVID is definitely an adversity for lots of people in different ways. Uh, but but look at all the positive things that have come out of COVID for people. They've they've gotten closer together with each other. They communicate more. They're uh, more in tune with nature than ever before. Pollution is done, and and so I I think I mean I 
I think there's an event that happens and people label it adversity. And, and if you label it an adversity rather than an opportunity, rather than a possibility, then you're going to be very negative. But if you label it as, as uh, uh, like I say, an opportunity as opposed to an adversity, then there's a whole other way of looking at it. And there's a lot of possibilities out there that we don't even consider. So, yeah, so uh, it's all, life is an attitude. That's what it's all about. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's nice. Uh, at least see, getting to see how you were able to, regardless of how negative the situation was, I, I'm quite thrilled about, there was something you said that the, the kids didn't see uh, adversity, rather they saw it as an adventure. And once it's an adventure, it's, your creativity comes up. You, you see more fun from it. Your attitude towards it is different. So it's more of a positive attitude. It gives you a bit of kick, this energy to win, you know, <laughs> at the end of the adventure. So it's, uh, I think we need to borrow a lot from kids. You need to have the, 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 the mind of a child in, in the real sense. Well, I agree. I think uh, I, for myself personally, little children, small children and animals, pets, dogs in particular, because I have dogs Ooh. are some of my greatest teachers be, because they have such, the, you know, they have such good attitudes about things like for, and, and, and where we think something's, for example, like the first night in this apartment where we had no furniture, we we're kind of living on the floor with Ooh. very little, little anything. I, w- I was walking back. I was in my bare feet and I was walking from the front of the, uh, the apartment to the back. And as I got as I got back towards the back there, uh, I felt something sting my toe, my big toe. And I looked oh. on and it was a scorpion. And, wow. And, and of course, it scared me, you know, but my kids looked at it and they said, oh, look, daddy bought us a new pet. <laughs> no, it was not a new pet. <laughs> It was not a pet. It was something. And so I was, yeah. And it's like they're all excited about it. Can we keep it, Daddy? Can we keep it? And I said, No, you can't keep it. So, but I did put it in a jar to entertain them. And then, you know, while while my wife was entertaining them with the scorpion in the jar, I was off to the medical emergency. Right. <laughs> But see, but I guess the great thing about kids' attitudes when things go wrong, they're so they have such a positive spin on it, it's such an adventure to them that even mm. though I was scared, I wasn't nearly as scared because the kids had a whole different way of looking at it. So yeah, so mm. Mm. yeah, you can't go wrong. I don't think there's such a thing as ever having too much positivity. I don't think no, you can go no, wrong no. with that. No, you can't go wrong with it. You can't go wrong with it. Um, it's there's there's this there's there's this inner peace in the midst of the storm it gives to you you, you get my point it's it keeps you in it, it keeps you balanced in the inside regardless of how rough it looks outside but it keeps you balanced on the inside and by so doing what it does is that it keeps your mind finely tuned to unique ideas divine ideas the uh, life-changing ideas you, okay, I'll, I'll, there was this story I had, I had about uh, someone. I can't really place the specific name, but I, I think it's a, it's a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, the the man was passing through a lot of problems, a lot, a lot of challenges, and he got to a point. He he, he out of frustration, he decided to put down his uh his journal just his experience mm-hmm. and he titled it he titled it hunger 
I think the book, the title of the book also he wrote was Hunger. That's what I heard, mm-hmm. and that book turned out to be a bestseller. Hmm. You get it. So if he had not sat, so even in the midst of the challenge, just to say, okay, at least I tried. I've tried businesses. I've tried this. It didn't work. Okay, let me put this down. It took an inner peace of mind to put that book, that 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 item down. There was another. There's another very known wealthy uh, man. He's also a speaker, Peter Daniels in Australia. Mm-hmm. In one case, he tried every. First of all, he went to school, and when they were asking all the kids what did he want to study, he said he wanted to be a, is he a bricklayer or a plumber? I think bricklayer. Okay. <laughs> and the teacher said, looked at him and said he's going to be a failure. Use negative words for him and stuff like that. I think it is this. Uh, it's an American author that wrote that book, *The Power of Focus* by Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen. They wrote that book. Where yes. the story was written. Yes. Really. So, so the the uh, and Peter Daniels got married later on. Tried how many businesses they all failed. They all failed, but he kept telling the wife that let's try one more time. Let's use our savings to try one more time. And the people kept coming to his house and knocking on his door for because he was owing debt. But there was something. Every time someone came to ask for his money that Peter was owing them, Peter was able to convince them to give him more time. He always knew a way of giving the asking. So he asked himself, this particular skill I have that I used to convince people against all odds, I could use it to convince people to buy stuff. So what did he do? He told the wife, one more business, please, this time. And this time, he wanted to go into real estate. So he started using that, the, his, his, his power of spoken words, you get it, mm-hmm. to convince people to buy houses. So you tell the landlord, okay, or whosoever is selling it, if I sell this house, I'll get my 10% or my 5% or whatever percentage. And they agreed. So he was making money from selling until he became a multi, multi-millionaire right yes and, yeah so why in the midst of the advert in, in the midst of business failures rejections or whatever he was able to remain positive and in that peace of his mind inner peace he found a solution now they asked him how what was your secret you know what he told them he said once a week he cuts off from everybody locked himself up gets his plain paper and a pen in that room just to think just to connect with his inner man that peaceful inner man in the midst of all the stunt that is where he gets solutions that is where he gets ideas and that's how he discovered his that he actually had the strength in convincing people to buy stuff that's perfect it's a great <laughs> story yeah and it's true i mean if you have an adversity Hmm. But you look at it with, from a positive spin, because on the other side of adversity is opportunity, or on the other side of adversity is success. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it's really looking. It's and it's actually if, if instead of holding anything as an adversity, if you hold everything as a gift, you will find the gift in the things you used to label adversity. Uh, hmm. And it it you know it takes practice. I mean, obviously, you know we like things to run smoothly, but when we when they don't run smoothly. That doesn't mean that we failed, or it doesn't mean that that things are bad. That just means I, I have taken I have taken obstacles. Um, my whereas most people used to will take an obstacle or something that slows them down from having what they want. 
I developed the attitude for myself that an obstacle was a shortcut to getting to where I wanted. I, you know, the higher power was pointing wow, me in yeah. a different direction. And mm. so I, and I, and I think that's with any situation. There's, there's no situation you can't put a positive spin on it if that's the way you choose to look at things. So yeah, I think it's a great subject. The positivity mm. in the face of adversity. Um, so I mean, obviously, I'm sure you've had to deal with adversity in your own life. So. What was your secret to success? To use positive? Can you give me an example from your own life where you faced an adversity and overcame it by positivity? Wow, there, there, there are loads of them. There, there was this book by Brian Tracy titled "The 100 Laws of uh, Absolute Laws of Business Success" uh-huh. by Brian Tracy, and one of the laws he talked about there was the law of serendipity, whereby, just like what you said. You see the stumbling block, turn it into your stepping stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, what I learned for, uh, I'll give an example. Like when I wanted to get, when I was just about to get married, when mm-hmm. we got, uh, I first of all moved to Lagos in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. I moved into a house whereby I didn't even have a bed sheet. I didn't even have a pillowcase. Right. I was able to. Uh, there was a referral I made to my wife who was selling Dulux paints then. So do, uh, through that referral, I was paid commission by her company. And I use that commission now to buy, uh, uh, what do you call it? To buy a mattress and two pillows. But I couldn't buy bed sheet. I didn't have curtains. My wife got me cut, uh, wrappers, you know, there's this wrapper they gave to her mom gave to her. So I cut it in two with scissors and I used clip, clothing clip clip them on the burglaries on the windows as my curtains so but even in the midst of that i always knew that i was going somewhere you get it in the yeah. midst of it all in the midst of all the adversity or not, i knew i was going somewhere right today here am i with my wife the same lady in fact the first attempt we made to get married <laughs> the pastors we spoke to the immediate pastor was pastoring me then he, he, he calls two others and the first question they asked my wife in front of me mm-hmm. was that do you think this guy can take care of you? Do you think he can put food in the plate for you to eat? And my, my wife felt so embarrassed as a young lady and she started crying and the young man told me don't bother to go and see this lady's family don't go and embarrass yourself there. That's what he told me. Wow. But today that lady now is an academic doctor and who was the person that God used to help her to get there <laughs> I didn't just put faith the food on the plate for her I also trained her master's degree trained her doctorate degree so that <laughs> today she's an academic doctor and I'm still pursuing my career she's still doing and most of will sit and I'll look at that we realize that I think that particular meeting was a way of challenging us and the God we serve to succeed, regardless of the adversity, regardless of the fact that people didn't really did not believe in it. Then we chose to succeed, and today is a different story entirely. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a great story. That's true. That's true. Sometimes people yeah. uh, situations challenge us, and and we can either roll over and play dead, or we can say. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. I'll show you, and then we go about doing what we have to do to uh, overcome that adversity and to succeed. 
Exactly. Hey, that was a, was a great podcast for today. We want to wrap it up now We're at the 15 minute mark. And as our listeners know, we like to keep them short, sweet, and full of a lot of energy, which we do. So I want to thank you, Alfie, for bringing this uh, topic to the show today. It was a great topic. I think people are really going to like it. And yeah, uh, I want, want to, you know, yeah, you're quite welcome. And I want to tell our listeners that uh, until we talk to you again, we want you to take very good care of yourself uh, for us, and we will do the same for you. And this is Frederick Zappone from Texas saying bye-bye for now. And on the other end, we have... Alfred from Luton saying stay positive. All right. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.